What's up, everybody? It's Heat Override, and I'm ready to bring the pain for you and Dr. Roto this week. Woo! That was a hell of a wild card weekend, I gotta say. So, you know, I'm getting it all together right now. I'm gonna talk a little bit about that, talk about my divisional playoff. I'm gonna give a little bit of betting slash DFS advice at the end because it does get hard at this time of year with especially DFS. So, this is what we're going to bring together. Of course, you're going to have to catch my other Bring the Pain podcast. It's going to give you my macho pick of the week. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then you're going to have to catch my Ultra Contrarian Show. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, my very contrarian lineups hit. I had one, I, I had, I had one hit and miss last week. That was actually cool. I literally, we'll get to that. Anyway, let's get to it. All right, wild card preview. So we'll start off Browns and Texans. I took the Texans because I just knew that the Browns going to Houston wasn't going to work out well for them. The Browns had a good defense, but when I saw Grant Delpit was out, I knew, just like I said last week, I knew that they were going to get blown off in the back of the back end. So that's what happened. Collins was deep. Everybody was going deep. Heck, and that's, and that's, Again, why I do these podcasts and why we have write-ups at drrodo.com and other podcasts. So much content in deep, especially with the college basketball. The guys are getting it done. You have to look at, you have to check out the one and done show. It is just too much fire going on right now. Anyway, back to the NFL. So I said the Texans were good and they did. They, they really just took it to the Browns. One thing that people have been sleeping on is the Texans defense. The Texans defense has been solid all around. They have good, strong, youthful players. And then on offense, they have such explosive plays right now. They are out to prove something. They got a big opponent. We'll get to that. Let's move next to the next one. Dolphins, Chiefs. I mean the Chiefs. I picked the Chiefs, right? The Dolphins just went into this game way too banged up, way too many injuries. We all knew it. It was easy to pick that. I mean, at the same time, you know, Tyreek Hill got off, got his stuff done. You know, Tua just didn't look good out there. Mostert, he seemed like Mostert was running great. And it, I, I didn't understand the whole thing with A-Chain. Like, they had him in that game, and then he wasn't doing anything. So it, it just was all dumb on the whole Miami Dolphins side. You could take that for what it's worth or whatever. The Dolphins suck. I said it on Bring the Pain. That's why I... The pain. Come at me, son. Dolphins. <laughs> Y'all got bounced. Yeah. So, Packers. Packers, however, did not get bounced. One of my dark horses, I did not select the Packers. I thought the Cowboys would handle business at home. Me, just like everybody else, was wrong. This really is a black cloud that hangs above Dallas. And I don't know, like, what Jerry Jones is going to do to get rid of it. He literally, ever since Jimmy Johnson has left, that cloud's just been there. And every time they have a great team, it falls. Every time they have a great place, every time they're about to make a great play, they fail. It even goes back to the Des Bryant catch. That was a catch, but wasn't a catch. They... They, I just can't even explain it, but hey, guess what? <laughs> you get what you get, man. And that's the thing is like, you know, a lot of people will go, well, Dallas shows up, you know, but well, Dallas, Dallas showed up for Detroit, right? You remember that game, right? Right. So if Dallas is showing up, then they should be able to play a football game, right? But they didn't. 
They didn't. They got punked. And the one thing, if you listen to Bring the Pain last week on Tuesday and my Bring the Pain last uh, after that on Friday, you would have known what I said about the Packers was right. That they said I said that they had to get Aaron Jones running. When you watch Aaron Jones, actually, if just like I said last week, and I've said repeatedly over the last few weeks, that Aaron Jones may have missed all season with these injuries, but man, does he look good right now. Man, does he look fast. He is hitting the hole so fast right now. It's, it's why I love Showtime, Aaron Jones. It's why I love him, love watching him, why he was on my fantasy teams for so many years. It's because he hits the holes, and when he hits the holes, he just goes. Why they don't utilize him as much out of the passing game always kind of befuddles me because that was something that Rodgers did with him a lot. But man, man, that's why Dallas lost. They couldn't do anything, so they brought in their players, right? And then what happened? They got blown out on the back end. And that's what happens when your your secondary plays above itself all year long. It has their best cover corner out for the year, and then it kind of puts everybody else. Yeah, I know Bland did well, man. I know that. But at this time, it showed that they couldn't cover. I mean, yeah, they stopped, you know, everybody, but they left, they left Dobbs just running loose that whole game, and Aaron Jones was running loose that whole game. And it just, but three touchdowns, I mean, I couldn't even see that. It worked out great for my playoff team, though. <laughs> and he got to move on. So let's hope he gets three more touchdowns. So we're going to need that, although it's probably unlikely. <laughs> so move along to Steelers-Bills. I picked the Bills, and I it was it was a good game. Now, this game, I had to go to karate. I didn't get to see a lot of it. So I that's a big part of my and who I am as an expert is eyeball test, watching the games and watching the film and just taking my own opinion. All of us in the industry can look at the same stats, right? We can use and formulate the same concept. But what I love to do and what I have brought up, which has made my IDP heats of the week and my hard hits and cool picks podcast, a bar none above everything else is because of how much game content I watch, how much game film I watch. I literally do it and I do it so that I'm putting and giving and talking the best sense to all of you out there, whether you're in an IDP league, you're playing DFS seasonal, you're playing DFS in a seasonal league, like, you know, off the site, off DraftKings and on like MFL. So that is big and key for a lot of it. And the Bills were just going to run through the Steelers. The Steelers did good. They got problems at quarterback. They'll figure it out. They'll probably end up going with Pickett. Pickens was real mad at the end of the game. Watt would have changed that game around, but at the same, if you went back to my podcast, yes, I will keep I will keep talking about my podcast that had all the content right that led to what happened, right? What happened on that Josh Allen run was exactly what I said. Without Watt being able to stuff that side and get double or triple teamed, it, laid, it left a lot of people open. So as they came around the side, that's why that was wide open for Josh Allen to make that run. And Josh Allen is a running quarterback when he needs to be. And that was going to be wide open. And that's something that not losing every single linebacker on your team and then having to go off to the waiver wires and practice squads to get it, that's something that would have been easily taken care of 
by a few starting linebackers. Although Landon Roberts, Landon Roberts was out there, he was the only one that was out there. And that just showed. And they played a competitive game, interception in the end zone, then they gave up that last touchdown to the Bills. It's the way it works, right? So right now I'm I'm three and one. So my loss being the Cowboys, of course. Let's get to my next loss, Rams and Lions. Yeah, I picked the Rams. Horns up. I'm happy I did. I will call out the NFL and the NFL's officiating. Stafford, that was blatant. That was that was that was roughing the passer. He was hit, hit going down, stepped on, crawled over, getting up. You guys didn't call a flag. Okay, that's fine. But when Tyler Higby got murdered over the middle, murdered, they didn't even call defenseless receiver. I get that they want to let the guys play, but in a lot of other games this year, they called a lot of crappier than that, right? So at the same time, they didn't call that. And the Rams lose by one point. Honestly, of all the teams that lost and of any teams that play, not only was this game probably, it scored a lot less than a lot of people thought, but at the same time, this game was the best game. And it was the best game because it was good. It was fun to watch. Both teams were just doing what they wanted to do. And the game script kind of just let the game flow and it went through fast. It was a fast game for me. I mean, that's and I, I'm fine with that for a late night game. I mean, just get, get your party on after the games are done. But the Rams lost. The Lions looked really good. They did everything they needed to to win this game. They kept hitting the rock with Montgomery. They didn't use Montgomery as much. And that's why, that's another thing I brought up as well too. This was more of a Gibbs game. This was going to be a passing game. You had to attack the Rams on the outside because the Rams do have a stout front, even though nobody really knows all of them other than Aaron Donald and Ernest Jones. But the Rams definitely could play. Lions played a great game. They move on, right? I actually changed my pick from the Bucks to the Eagles. What was I thinking? Bucks win, right? But I picked the Eagles, so I took this for a loss. I ended up going three and three. I'm not really the picks guy because sometimes when it comes to the Rams, I'm just picking my team. Whatever. I don't care. You know me? That's who I do. You can go, you can find any, everybody else picking the Lions. That's fine too. But I thought the Eagles would really pull this game out. I It was nice to see, you know, I was like, all right, they're going to get Godert involved. This is something I talked about. You know, they didn't really need A.J. Brown. Devonta Smith stepped up, but the problem was the minute Julio Jones went down and they were just throwing these runs. And, and honestly, why were they throwing the ball to Gainwell and running the Gainwell and they weren't really giving it to Swift? The Eagles looked defeated. The Eagles fans were defeated going into this game because of the way they ended the season. And it, that's what even was even more boggling is you were watching one of the... And most epic collapses of all time. And it was so funny because it was like some, at some point, everybody's like, tush, push, tush, push, tush, push, tush, push. And it felt like they stopped doing the tush push as much. And the minute they stopped doing that, they weren't anything. They became nothing. And, and Hertz wasn't even running. He was just sitting back there, just getting whooped. So I was like, okay, well, you're going to really get hurt. Hurts. <laughs> well, you know, that's kind of the way it went down. So that being said, we're going to move along to the divisional round. So we got Texans at Ravens. I'm taking the Texans. That's, that's how I'm rolling. I, I know the Ravens are probably going to win. And I, I said earlier that the Ravens are probably going to the Super Bowl. Do you know what? They might not go to the Super Bowl. 
And they have to beat a team that has a great offense and a rookie quarterback that's been playing lights out all year long, right? But at the same time, the Ravens' defense is so good. However, the Ravens' offense isn't always that good. And if the Ravens' offense comes out really slow and sluggish and tries to play one of those AFC North kind of games like they do with the Steelers, the Texans are going to blow them out of the water. And you heard it here on Bring the Pain First. And that's that. And you can stamp market, time market, bring the pain. That's what I'm talking about. Making those bold moves, those bold calls, and doing what I have to do to make things happen for your teams. But I'm going to call it out. I think Houston wins this. A lot of teams have been caught coming out to sleep, right? So if you're going to look at all the teams that are coming out the bye week, Ravens, 49ers, you know, yeah. Who's going to fall asleep? Well, the Niners are just a well-oiled machine. They're going to give the ball to Christian McCaffrey, and then it's going to work in Purdy, and everybody's just going to go off. Niners, not I mean, that's the next one. Packers are beating the Niners. The only way, I'm, I'm not going to sound like a broken record, the only way the Packers could win this game is exactly what they do, what they did to Dallas. Look, San Francisco has a better defense. You're going to have to run the ball. You're going to have to take the smaller plays now. Now you're going to have to pass, you know, like I, I called out Musgrave last week too. You know, I said he's going to get the plays. They're going to work him back in. They amped it up, and you saw what the pro, what the finished product looked like, a touchdown, right? And that's that's the things that the Packers will bring. They can bring a double tight end with Kraft and Musgrave, and that allows things to open up for Aaron Jolton. Please, please don't let A.J. Dillon back on the field. Hasn't the Packers learned the more that they give Aaron Jones the ball that can win, just keep giving the ball to Showtime. And that's your only chance. Other than that, you're getting stomped out by the 49ers. I know that the Packers have a solid defense, right? But it ain't going to matter. You know, Debo's, you know, Ayuk's just going to be running around. Alexander, I mean, who knows? He was, it just, this game, it's just Niners. That's, that's what's going to happen, right? So we'll move over to Bucks and Lions. Now, I will say the Bucks can win this game. They can. They, they can win it exactly the same way they won last game. They almost let Philly back in that game, and then they shut it down, right? They still have vets on that team. White. They still have great people like David. They still got people down low. Like, you know, right now, they can stop it in the front. So if they can get the San Francisco 40, you know, or, you know, the Lions, sorry about that, Lions throwing the ball, not so much focused on the D, on running the ball, which, again, this is going to be another game that you, the the Bucks are going to take Monty out, right? So then it's going to leave a lot of work on Gibbs. The Bucks can do it, but the Bucks are still suspect in secondary. Detroit, I'm picking to win this game, and the Bucks and the Baker Mayfield train ends, right? Let's move along. Chiefs at Bills. The Bills win. Chiefs defense has been playing awesome. The Bills defense has finally stepped it up a little bit. They are still susceptible. Hopefully the weather is better, but the Chiefs just came out one of the coldest games. So both of these teams should have at least had a little bit of practice last week to look forward to next week with in the divisional round. So with that being said, the Chiefs are definitely going to like right now is the time they're going to have to use Travis Kelsey because Bernard's going to be all over the place and they need him to start looking at Travis Kelsey or, or pe picking at Travis Kelsey or Bernard's going to wreak havoc. Now, 
what I said about the Chiefs playing hard-nosed defense, playing football in January, hard-nosed football, running with Pacheco, that's exactly what we need. The Chiefs need to get Pacheco running, set up Travis Kelsey, and then you're going to see Rice continue to become a star in this league. However, they're playing in Buffalo with a feisty Buffalo team, and the Bills really are hungry. Josh Allen is running hungry, and he can beat this team. If they can protect him long enough where Josh Allen starts picking up those first downs and dumping off him right now, you know, a lot of people said that, you know, Stephon Diggs has just had a crappy year, but they forget that Stephon Diggs is drawing coverage, and he's still catching a lot of balls in these games. And these balls he's catching are for first downs, or they're setting up to get a nice close run for a first down. That's what a lot of people aren't seeing. Just because somebody doesn't equate to fantasy doesn't mean that don't they don't equate to their team winning a football game. Of course, unlike what happened with the Falcons this year, at least they use their stars, right? And the Bills showed up with Shakir, finally finding a good compliment to Diggs, and then, of course, having Knox back. People worried about Kincaid and Cook finally coming into form. The Bills just may be too much for this, this Chiefs team to stop. Bills win. All right, let's get to it. My playoff leg real quick, because I already know I'm on it on this a little bit too much. I don't want to keep y'all, so I'm going to wind it down. Right, so my playoff league, I, I, I did not lose the most people, but I am in first place with the points right now by a good 50-60. Unfortunately, all I have left is Aaron Jones and my Houston players. So I got Stroud, I got Collins, I got Schultz, I got Jones. I got a 60-point lead. And I don't know where it's going to go. But if I can get Stroud to win me another round here and beat those Ravens and upset the Ravens, then I know that I'm getting one step closer to that next. Also, I want to throw this in too. If it becomes Ravens-Chiefs or Ravens-Bills, I don't really like the odds of the Chiefs or the Bills as much. The Ravens definitely will be able to shut that those offenses down a little bit, although the back end still suspect with the Buffalo, right? I feel that if Houston and Buffalo played for a chance to go to the Super Bowl, you know, goes back quite a few years, you know, going back to that Houston game, right? Coming back, they won't need to come back. Well, the Buffalo Bills will go to the Super Bowl if they meet Houston in that game, right? So let's get to it, right? One little thing I wanted to end with is betting over DFS. A lot of experts are scared to give out DFS lineups right now. I gave out two lineups last week that were practically alike. The difference of those lineups is the DK lineup did 172 points. And the FanDuel lineup, I didn't like. I got, I put it in there. I was trying to be a little sneaky with Warren. The game kind of got away and it really didn't, you know, it didn't really equate to much. And then I, you know, I had, I had Kyron Williams got hurt, came out of that game. And if everybody else performed, I was able to cash in, in, in a couple different cash games, but my, mostly my cash games did not cash on that. FanDuel lineup. That's actually literally the worst lineup I put out all year long. And I did it without a full slate. And that's why people, however, my DraftKings lineup of over 172 points shows why sometimes you can hit and sometimes you can miss, but it still retained everything. And you had that lineup for free on the Ultra Contrarian show. So that will be back again this week. I will keep going. As long as we can. And until we get to the Super Bowl and it's a slow, slow down state, then we just go like that. But until then, get to drroto.com. 
Get over to my Spreaker as well. Like, follow, share. You want all my podcasts? What am I going to do when football's done? You guys are going to still hear some football podcasts? Yeah, maybe some defensive stuff. IDP coming up to the draft talk. That's all fun and dandy, right? Until baseball starts. But outside of that, you're going to have to come over to us and check out a lot of stuff. I got a lot of hometown series I'm going to be coming through with. And then I have a couple sports ones that are related that I'll throw up on the website as well. That's what we got for. That's what we're looking for. Get over there, read all the content, and check out the NBA action, the NHL action, because you know that our team always works the pain. Have a great day, everybody. And may the points be with you. Ooh, yeah.